For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and a very happy Isaac Bruce is on the other line. Isaac, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Doc? Man, uh, had a good week this this week, man. Uh, uh, we're back on back on roll. Uh, looks like we have another victory Monday to celebrate today, uh, as far as the Rams are concerned. But man, everything's well on this end, man. How you doing? Man, I'm out grinding, man. You are ex- exactly right. Everything is well because our Los Angeles Rams, man, coming off a of bye week, showing up and playing like they were supposed to be, supposed to play, man, and showing us the L.A. Rams that they are, man. The Rams back at home, huge NFC West Division matchup Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks, man, and we get it done 23-16, man. Our Rams are now 6-3. and three. Seattle is now 6-3. and three. We stand up there on the top of the NFC West, man, and I want game saying this is a game we needed to win because it was our second division game our first division game we had lost to the 49ers didn't play too well but the Rams came out this week man and took care of Seattle man took care of Russell Wilson Wilson gave him all kinds of problems like and bro like I said man hey this game was a huge win uh this is the kind of LA Rams I was hoping to see these this is the LA Rams that we saw and uh Bro, just extremely impressed and extremely happy that we were able to come out with this W against a very good Seattle team. Indeed. You know what? Anytime I see the final score of 23 to 16, man, it always takes my mind back to Super Bowl 34. So just seeing that score, man, I'm happy, happy that the Rams came out, man, and uh, took care of business. Uh, You know, we talk about games and individual games and games collectively, but these division games are always different, man, because it's a foe that knows what you like to do. They know how they, they know what you, and how you like to do it. Uh, they, they know that we like to run the ball on first downs and, and we like to give you a whole taste of our running game and, and, and off of that running game, start running our boot combinations and trying to chuck the ball down the field. So just having a game like this and, and at the same time coming in with what, a person who we were calling an MVP candidate and Russell Wilson, man, and, uh, you know, his ability to extend plays, uh, to to win football games, win close football games, is is unmatched at times. So just to come into a game like this and against an opponent that knows what you like to do, and at the same time win this game, man, it's big for us. A huge division game, like we always say in in our own division, when you win it, it counts as two wins. And once again, man, this win, man, we can we can count this up, man, and uh, uh, give this and give most of the credit to the defense, man. They came out and played outstanding once again, man. You know, it was kind of some criticism coming, you know, uh, 
so far because, you know, our defense, man, second, went into this ball game, man, the number two defense in the NFL behind the Colts, man. But a lot of people saying, well, we haven't really played anybody. And I, I had said the same thing. We had beat up on some NFC East, uh, sorry, NFC East teams, man, had got, a you know, another win. Uh, but they show some right here, man. The Seahawks come in, man, the number one offense in scoring, passing and passing touchdowns, man, and we held them to a season low. 16 points. They only got 333 yards, man. Looking at their second half possessions once again, man. Played extremely well again in the second half, man. Held them, I think, to three points. Uh, Seattle second half possessions, man. Pump, pump, fumble, intercept, interception, and the field goal, man. And Hey, really ain't much to say about the offense. We're going to say something about how they played, man. But this defense, once again, man, just balled out. And Aaron Donald, man, looking at his stat line, Isaac, zero sacks. Two quarterback hits, zero tackles, but he is always a factor because that defense played extremely well. And stepping up, man, Leonard Floyd just balled out, bro. Three sacks, fumble recovery, man, and what Jalen Ramsey did to DK Metcalf, big dog, man. I mean, this defense, man, hey, they really are the unit to talk about this season because they really are the, is the unit that's been holding us up, man, and holding us down. Well, well, first of all, to all the people who say, you know, the Rams haven't played anybody yet, man. You know, you know, when I hear statements like that, you know, I have to I have to make sure that I remember that there are actual guys on the field who actually are playing and made it to the NFL, the one percenters. And then there are those civilians. You know, I, I try to give them a little leeway at times, but it's hard to win in the NFL, man. These every guy's on scholarship. Every guy wants to be the best at his position collectively and as a team as whole. These guys want to be the best. So, you know, when guys talk about, you know, they haven't played anybody, come on, man, miss me with all that. But two stat lines that I always take a look at first, Doc, is the turnover ratio. We won that. We created two, three turnovers. We forced, once again, Mr. Russell Wilson to turn the football over through two picks, I believe, if, uh, three if I'm not mistaken. But, but when you force a guy like him to turn it over and you don't turn the ball over, that puts you in a position to win football games. And that second stat I always look at, man, is what we do on third down, man. Can we keep drives going? We were nine for 15 in this game, man. That's well over 50%, so which is where everybody wants to be. But when you're able to keep drives going, when you're able to keep your offense on the field to put points on the board and a defense can't stop you, man, those two stat lines right there put you in a position to win, and I'm not surprised that the Rams won this game. And talking about that, man, you're exactly right, man. Just playing the way they played, man. And I just called a couple of names on defense just a second ago, man. But I, I left out one on purpose, man. Number 31, man. The, the, the jersey, my jersey number with the Rams, man. My guy, Darius Williams, man. Just straight balled out, man. We talked about those three uh, turnovers from Russell Wilson, man. It's Which included two picks. And Darius Williams picked them off two times, man. And I'm looking at uh, the way they played and looking at those turnovers, man, because that is the key. The Rams, we only turned the ball over one time. Uh, Jerry Goff didn't throw any interceptions. He did have a fumble, but they turned it over. You know, Russell Wilson turned it over three times. And as you said, we did win that turnover battle, man. But looking at them picks, man, second quarter, a little over two minutes left. It's 17 to 10. We up, man. Seattle got the ball second and five on our 22, man. What we do, bro? We rushed four, dropped seven. Now, Russell did what Russell is capable of doing, man. He dropped back, saw a lane, started to run, could have easily picked up the first down. Dude probably could have 
court, man, had he made the DB miss because he had all kinds of turf in front of him. So, But what he decided to do, man, was throw against his body, man, looking for Will Disley. And what I like, man, Darius Williams was actually covering Greg Olsen. It's almost like they had Greg bracketed. They had Darius, and they had a safety over there. So Russell scrambling, he thinks he sees Disley wide open. Disley was wide open, but Darius Williams man, made a great turn, man. Turned around, picked him off in the end zone, man. That's one. Then he comes up with another one, man. Russell in the shotgun, bro. Greg Olsen runs the 10-yard out. And the problem is now Greg Olsen, he rounded his route out to 10 yards instead of flattening it out. And I saw, man, Darius, man, just makes a great break, man. Great explodes on the ball, man. Great block, uh, break on the ball. Comes up with the INT, man. And Hey, that's the kind of action you get, Isaac, because, you know, Jalen Ramsey was handling, handling his business on the other side, and they didn't even target D.K. Metcalf until the third quarter, man. And, hey, man, to see 31 playing like that, bro, hey, to have him step up, man, the rest of them dudes, this is the kind of performance we need every week, bro. So salute to Darius as well. Well, it's, it's the perfect opportunity for me to stand up on my chair, my high chair, and, uh, and just continue to throw names the names like Aaron Donald, the names like Jalen Ramsey, because when you have two guys on the same defense that are at the best at their position uh, in the entire league, um, we often take it for granted, Doc, because it, this this puts other guys in positions to make plays. You mentioned Leonard Floyd. You should be mentioning Leonard Floyd because when, when Floyd has an Aaron Donald up the middle putting pressure who has to be double teamed, that, that puts you one-on-one on the outside, gives you an opportunity to make plays versus one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Russell Wilson and, and being able to sack him three times, man. Listen, you salute Floyd, but at the same time, you're patting Aaron Donald on the back. You're patting uh, Jalen Ramsey on the back because he's shutting down one side of the field versus one of the, the new or latest up and coming wide receivers in the league, DK Metcalf. So we have to scream these guys' name, the Ramseys. We have to scream Aaron Donald's name because. Everything they're doing is not only for themselves, but they're putting other people in position to make plays, and they're making those plays. So, um, you know, we'd probably be in a position next year where we have to, you know, uh, talk or, or, or probably, you know, find some money to, to, to pay these guys. Other guys are stepping up because our, our superstars on the defense are setting the table for everyone else. But that's the thing about it, man. Other guys are stepping up, man, and they're getting an opportunity to step up because – we have those two superstars on the defense where dudes really don't want to challenge, man. And it's just good to see Darius stepping up the way he stepped up, man, and Leonard Floyd. But trust me, they're now I'm going to give them all the credit for the performance that they had on Sunday, man. But what Leonard Floyd did has a lot to do with Aaron Donald being down there, man, and, and causing you know him to get uh, uh, so much attention. Not only that, man, Terrell Lewis, the rookie, man, he came out. He had two sacks. Michael Brockers gave us a sack. Uh, and going back to Jalen, man, just – Looking at the stat line, you, you you don't see too many stats, but, bro, what he did, man, because we talked about Metcalf. Metcalf is a beast, man. He kind of reminds you of Calvin Johnson, like, you know, you said, I said. He came in, into the game, 43 catches, 788 yards, eight touchdowns, man. But like I said, man, Russell Wilson didn't even look at the dude until the final minute of the third quarter, man. He finished with two catches for 28 yards, man, because Jalen did that great of a job on him. And DK, is a that's a big, strong dude, man. And Jalen got some good size on him, but he's not as big as DK Metcalf, man. So for him to play the way he played and Darius to step up on the other side and uh, Leonard Floyd to do what he did, man, and Terrell, Terrell Lewis to do what he did, I mean, I, I can't, you know, I can't just really salute this defense enough, man. Uh, 
They've been showing me something all season, but they really, really showed me something now because uh, just the way they played, man, because Russell is dangerous. He hasn't played well. He's been turning the ball over like heck the last couple of weeks. But just to be able to turn him over, man, to get him to make some of the decisions he made, uh, you can tell that he knew that AD was on the defensive line, man. So we can't discount that. Just, I mean, I'm just, you said it, man. Guys stepping up, man. But And this is what we need, Isaac. But we need to get this every week, bro. We need to get this kind of consistency every week, man. Hey, it's a week-to-week game, man. The biggest game this week is the game that we have this week. So I, I tell you what, man, we've been pretty successful versus, versus Russell Wilson, man. He, he hasn't won many yeah. games against us. Uh, we find ways to play well against him. We can corral him, uh, you know, with the with the effort that we, we put up front. The guys up front, they can, you know, uh, I guess the, the scheme most of the time when we play Wilson is that, you know, we don't want to rush past this guy because he can hurt us with his feet as well as with his arms. So, we kind of want to stay in our lanes and kind of corral him. And when he gets free, just attack and make him make a decision that he doesn't want to make. And we've been successful uh, from that standpoint, really, Doc, the last couple of times that we've played him. So uh, it's, a, it's a great team effort, great defensive effort. And, uh, I mean, can't say enough about Jalen Ramsey, man. Jalen Ramsey, the shutdown corner, showed everyone why he's deemed one of those shutdown corners. And he's going up against a guy who's big, who's explosive, just like you like you said, uh, more in the, in the uh, skill set of uh, Terrell Owens to me. But at, one thing I think he possesses that is that confidence, man. He's He's been making plays all year long. So now when you go against one of the better defensive backs, hey, man, this, this is the league, man. You have to prove it every week. And uh, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey came out on the on the bigger half of that half of it this weekend, just shutting this guy down for two catches and twenty eight yards. Man, that's a big feat. And really shutting that whole Seattle Seahawks offense down, man. Russell Wilson, man, his final numbers, man, twenty two of thirty seven, not very good, two hundred forty eight yards, no touchdowns. I think this is the first time he's been held without a touchdown since they played the, us last year. So that's huge. Two interceptions, man, one fumble, and we talked about the sacks that Leonard Floyd got. Sacked the dude six times, man. And for you to get your hands on a dude like Russell Wilson, who ha- is an escape artist, who can run, who can run away from you, caused you to miss. I mean, that defense just balling, man. Six sacks, sacked the dude six times, man. Turned him over three times. And on the other side, what Jerry Goff did, all he did is he did, you know, aside from the one fumble, he didn't throw any picks. He didn't give us any touchdowns, but he didn't throw any picks. So what that's telling me and what that shows us is that he did a great job of taking care of the football, which is what we need, man. He finished Jared uh, 27 to 37, 302 yards. As I said, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but that's cool with the no touchdowns, no picks. He didn't throw the ball. He didn't throw the ball away. He didn't throw the ball to the other team, and we won the game. So Jared, not an outstanding game. Offensively, not an outstanding game. Just 389 yards total offense, but that's pretty much what we averaged man but the offense really just I like the fact that they didn't cause us to lose the ball game they didn't waste a great defensive performance like they have before they came out and took care of business on that uh on their O side I think we're opening it up doc I mean just uh you know differently from what we played two weeks ago down in Miami man just just to see uh the fluidity the continuity the efficiency that the Rams offense constantly or often plays with I think uh you know there's an emphasis uh, from Coach McVay to get the ball down the field because we got to get this offense in, in the end zone. I mean, we can move the wall, ball pretty well, but field goals won't win games consistently in the NFL. Getting the ball in the end zone wins games. So I think we're on an upward swing from that standpoint. Jared, Jared did, a, did a, a decent job this week. And now it's, it's about building on that. It's about building on that running game that we have. 
took a big blow with uh, Whitworth going down this weekend. But, you know, it's the next man up, and they got to keep this offense flowing and on the upswing. Bro, talk about how this much is the confidence booster, man, because Seattle is, you know, uh, was considered, you know, the best team in the NFC West by a lot of people. And we came and, you know, we took care of them. Not only did we take take care of them, we, we took the so-called MVP front runner. Who was uh, until a couple of weeks ago? Uh, we just discombobulated, man, and looked had him out there confused and frustrated, man. So uh, this is—I mean, how can we get this kind of consistency every week, bro? That's that's what I want to know, man, because we got to have it, bro. We can't be on and off, on and off, on and off. Well, it, it's what it is, man. I mean, we got to realize, uh, like we keep saying, we have other teams and other guys that are on scholarship as well. I mean, they're being coached by professional coaches as well, so. Um, is is all about identity and not allowing your behavior. You know the, the the play that we played or the style and the way that we played in Miami to really define who you are. But just always go back to that identity. I think that's what we do. Uh, we proved that uh, this past Sunday that we can. We're a team that can run the football, which is what we want to do. And just looking at these stats, man. I mean, uh, is it, here's another game where we rushed over a hundred yards, had a hundred yards rushing collectively. But you know, but we focus on it. And coming in in this game, you know, the coaching part of it is that uh, when you have to adjust to a team that's been giving up so many passing yards like Seattle has. I mean, the week before, you know, you got Josh Allen just ripping them up for about 400 yards passing. So um, you, we may want to come in running the game. But when there's opportunities in the passing attack to make some plays, make some of those chunk plays, that's just the way we got to go. Uh, Coach McVay, he, he once again proved that we can do that when we have to do it, especially versus a team. That's given up those uh, given up those opportunities. We got to be able to take advantage of now as far as, you know, being consistent. It's all about a mindset. It's the mindset of coming out and saying, you know what? We played this well uh, this week. Now, the next week, we're going to build on this and look to play even better. Look to score even more points. Look to have even more rushing yards or uh, pass attempts over 20 yards down the field. And not only just attempt, but completing those and have an explosive play. So it's a mindset and it starts. You know, after this victory Monday, after this day off on Tuesday, coming back in on Wednesday, building in. We know we got to travel. We're playing another good team this coming week. And uh, it's about that mindset. This is the way we play and that we're going to build on it. And you speaking about this is the way we play. You're exactly right, man, because once again, uh, it's like, you know, we had a, a different leading receiver this week. Uh, Jared does a good job of, of trying to utilize all the weapons he get he, he has and if he does have a, a favorite receiver, it's hard to tell, man, because it looks like he's just going to throw the ball to whomsoever, whosoever is open. So this week it was Josh Reynolds, man, with a nice game, eight catches for 94 yards. Uh, he did hit Higby a couple of times, three times for 60 yards. Cooper Cup, five catches, 50 yards. Robert Woods, five catches, 33 yards. So spreading the ball around and making sure everybody get the right amount of touches and the right amount of targets, which is, you know, which is nice because that always keeps the receivers happy, man. So a receiver can look at it and say, I, you know, you're probably not going to look at me because Jerry it is. He seems to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it to who's, who's ever open, but I'm going to also try to spread it around and try to keep everybody happy coming up with a game plan. And uh, and you you hit on it earlier, man. Uh, it's We do. It seems like we do have Seattle's number, man, because we seem to play very well every time we play them. Uh, and we need to continue to play this way. And as far as where this has us in the NFC West, uh, like I said right now, man, you know, we're we in second place, and this is something we got to continue to do, especially during this work week. But victory Monday, you know, you think the Rams, I'm pretty sure they, I, well, I, well, I know they're not overly 
you know, celebratory because they know this just another win. But this is a huge win, man, and a huge game that they 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 had had to have, bro. It's big enough to be within the moment. I mean, you have to implement that twenty four hour rule that you know I think is in every locker room from the NBA to the NFL right now. Once you win a game, uh, it's about celebrating within that moment, uh, enjoying the fruits of your labor, and then moving on because you know. Uh, the, these games don't stop. You don't you don't have the benefit of playing a, a Austin P or the University of Tennessee. I mean, they're not on your schedule. So um, you don't have a, a, an opportunity to, to spend more uh, mental time past that 24 hour rule of really just thinking about, uh, man, it was a great win. I made big plays. No, we have to move on, man. Let's start preparing that game plan. Some of what we did yesterday on the field uh, was probably. Uh, some 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 form or something that we were setting up for the following game versus Tampa this week. So um, that that's where we go back to as a coaching staff and as players on the team. That's where your mindset has to be and make sure you're healthy. Get in, get your treatments, get your workouts, get, get all that lactic acid out your body and be prepared to play Ram football this coming week. And talking about being healthy, man, uh, uh, losing Andrew Whitworth, man, is huge, man, because old dude been straight balling this, this this season man he has been the best offensive lineman not only t- on the team but uh one of the best offensive linemen in the nfl man to see him have that leg injury man um seems like they may think it's serious but being without that dude man that's gonna hurt us bro you know that that's gonna hurt us not having uh big andrew out there if he can't especially if he can't be out there for several weeks well, you know what? It's all about perception and it's all about prediction. Which perception will you use? Which prediction will you listen to? I say it gives us an opportunity to bring that guy in who has been chomping at the bit to play, who's been waiting for Whitworth to retire. Bring this guy in. He's going to show everybody what he can do. If he has to slide over to right tackle and we bring our left, our right, our current right tackle to play some left tackle, we just might have to do that. But it's all about next man up, man. Uh, our heart goes out to Andrew, and hopefully he's not out that long. I think it's MCL, and most people can play after three weeks of, yeah. you know, maybe an MCL tear. I had an MCL before. It cost me about six weeks. But, uh, you know, like week four, I started feeling good and wanted to test it. But, you know, guys heal differently. Hopefully he's one of those guys that heals very quickly. And, and, and he realizes this moment, man. You don't get moments like this that often. You're six and three leading a division. You have an opportunity to win a division, which propels you right into the playoffs, gives you a home playoff game. And you win one playoff game, man. Pretty, pretty much you're in the NFC championship. Being in the NFC Championship gives you that opportunity to play for a chance to win or play in a Super Bowl. So hopefully that is going through Andrew's mind. His, and hopefully his body isn't feeling like, oh, man, it's year 15, year 16. And, and you know, you don't peek over at that bank account, see what's in that bank account. It looks good. <laughs> you know, but you can't be focused on uh, uh, the goals that you set in training camp, man, on the team goals. And, and remind yourself that you're not only playing for yourself but you're playing for your teammates and the alumni and everything else that came behind it. Man. Yeah. And speaking of an MCL, I also had an MCL injury, man. I tore my MCL in, in college and it, it caused me to miss a couple of weeks, but you're right. You are able to come out there, man, and play and uh, play on it. You have a little pain, have a little discomfort, but it all depends on how your body responds uh, by, by, by big dog being almost 40, man. Hopefully his body's still <laughs> responding. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's a difference. It's a difference between being nutrition, 40 and nutrition, nutrition. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You were you're right, man. But still, bro, it's the difference between being almost 40 to, to being 20 or 21 years old, but, but hopefully we can get him back out there, man. Hopefully he's not out there long. Uh, uh, the quarterback that we're going to dominate this coming up weekend, uh, his age is what? 
Oh, you, yeah, you're right. I guess uh, you're right. What? Uh, how old is Tom now? 40, 40 who? 43, 44. I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees this week got turned from a facilitator to a football player all in one snap. <laughs> you're right. He sure did, man. So, yeah, I know it ain't about the age, man. You know, uh, it's just all depends on how you take care of yourself, man. But uh, Big Andrew, man, hopefully we can get you can get back out there soon, man, because we need we're going to miss you, man. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm still, man, I'm, I'm excited. I just love the way we performed, especially coming off the bye week. This is the kind of way you want to respond. Uh, you want to, you didn't want to come out and respond with the dud. Went into the bye week uh, with a disappointing loss against the Dolphins, man. Uh, no, no, no need to talk about that anymore because you came out of the bye week and took care of business. Showed yourselves that you are one of, indeed, one of the best teams in the NFC, if not one of the best teams in the NFL. Also showed themselves that. They can beat anybody in the NFL when they're playing the way they're playing. But uh, Isaac, man, I still know, bro, that, you know, AD, man, gets double team and triple. But it's still hard to look at his stat line and see that zero, 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 zero. Just it's hard. It's hard to see that, man. I mean, he was still playing. He was still Aaron Donald still doing his thing. But it's just strange to just see just zeros across the board with, with AD, man. I don't think I've seen this in a long time. Well, you know what? This is, this is, you know, like I just said, it's all about perception and it's all about impact, Doc. I mean, because, you know, you know, this is where we get into it with uh, the talking heads, the, the, the selection committee for, for things like the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's about guys who have been in the trenches. You know the impact that a guy brings to the field. Yeah. I guarantee you he was the talk. He was he was mentioned in the game plan in the, in the, in the offensive game plan. For the Seattle Seahawks, he's probably every other word. You probably say Russell, then you go Aaron Donald. Russell, Aaron Donald. I mean, make sure we know where this guy is. Get two guys on him because he's a guy that can wreck a game. He can wreck a practice. He can wreck a game. And if you don't pay attention to him, that's what happens. So as a result of that, you see a guy like Floyd coming off the edge versus one-on-one. Hey, man. Yeah. You're, you're, if you're in the NFL and you have one-on-one versus anything, you should win 50% or better. Every time you're one-on-one. So, I mean, that's the impact of Aaron Donald, the impact of a Jalen Ramsey. A guy, the other corner is going to get thrown at because they're not going to throw at Jalen. I mean, you're going to have opportunities to get picks. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and Jalen won't get those opportunities because they're not going to test him. That's just the way it is. Now, yeah, and trust me now, I'm not, I, hey, I'm, I, I know for a fact Aaron Donald played a, had a big part to play in the ball game. I know his influence, man, because seriously, for, for, Leonard Floyd to get those three sacks and Terrell Lewis to get those two, man. That's pretty much because Aaron Donald is in there. At point blank, period, man. You know, for real. Now, I, I, I can I can give you, you know, all the credit in the world, Leonard. I'm glad you balled out, man. Three sacks, a fumble recovery. Terrell Lewis, you came in. Michael Brock. It, uh, but you probably don't get that, man, if AD not in there causing all kinds of hells, but hell because they do. He does draw so much attention, man. They have to put people on him. So I'm just saying it's just hard to just look at the stat. Because somebody open up who don't know football like us or other people, they, they look at the stats like, damn, Aaron Donald didn't do anything without watching the game. And when you watch the game, you be like, damn, dude really, really did pretty much everything, man, because he left these dudes open, you know, t- to do what they do. Glad that they did what they did. Uh, but it's just, like I said, bro, I mean, I'm, I'm still giving them credit. It's just hard to see, you know, like you said, look, God uh, with the zero stat line, bro. So, so you're saying that it's hard for – you're using – it's hard for the civilians. You're speaking for the civilians, not for you, because you I'm, I'm thinking you have 
you have NFL eyes. I mean, you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I so, know exactly what it is. I'm saying okay. somebody who who just looks at the just say just say some some dumb dumb or somebody who don't know football as well. They would just how did the Rams play? And they look at the stat line. Oh, Aaron Donald didn't do nothing. No, not me. Up. I'm look. Yeah, he didn't show up. Not knowing like, are you 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 idiot? I mean, I'm, you know that's what I was saying. You idiot. You watch the game, man. Don't just. Good on ESPN Sports and go to the stats and just look at his stat line. No, I'm not saying that because I watched him. I know the impact he has and the influence he has and what he does. Because me, even if I didn't see the game, I can I can I can look at the stat line and say, okay, Leonard Floyd had three sacks, Terrell Lewis had two, Michael Brockers had one, Aaron Donald have any or any tackles, but that means Aaron Donald was straight balling. So so you we can say we can say after that. I mean, with all of those stats, all right, Aaron Donald, you're 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 the player of the week. But Aaron Donald, you're the player of the week. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Hey, look, man. If Leonard Floyd, if they come to you in the next couple of weeks, or and, and, and like, look, man, we want to give you, we, we want to give you a raise. You better immediately look for AD and say, look, bro, let me give you about 10, 15 percent of this, man, because it's because of you. I'm in this, in this position, and the Rams could also, you know, just going to another way. They could also be like, look, man, come on, bro. Take what we got. We're giving you, man. It's you know, it's just hypothetical. I mean, it's good, but look, man. The fact of the matter is, if you play with anybody else other than AD, bro, you're probably not gonna put up these numbers. So, no, I know AD. I know the influence he has. I know how he balls out. I know how he wrecks shop, and I know how he allowed those guys to make plays. It's just good to see they made the plays. And even with Darius Williams, man, if he keep playing like this, man, they're gonna have to eventually start trying to ignore him a little bit and take their chance with Jalen. And I'm pretty sure Jalen wants to see this. He wants to see D Williams taking care of business, man, and other DBs balling out because he wants some action, dog. Absolutely. That's, that's just the way it works, man. I mean, you know, for great teams, man, you often need two of everything. You need two defense backs. You need two safety. You need two guys that can pressure the quarterback. Offensively, you need two running backs. You need you need two wide receivers, a tight end that can make plays. You need multiple people on offense that ha- that that commands attention. And when you get that, man, you're pretty much on your way to being a really, really dangerous football team. And talking about being a dangerous football team, man, we, we're facing a dangerous football team next week on Monday Night Football. But, of course, me and Isaac will preview the Rams in Tampa Bay, man, on another episode of Ramblings later this week. But for right now, for Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday, we are out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.